Are you looking for the best tips and tricks to run a successful dental practice? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bulletproof Dental Practice, interviewing some of today's most successful dentists with your hosts, Dr. Peter Bolden and Dr. Craig Spodak. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Bulletproof Dental Practice podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Peter Bolden, and to my... Say hi. Uh, to your left, I missed my cue. You're going to have it's the cue cards right. Your cue. Uh, to your left is Dr. Craig Spodak. There we go. The one, the only. Oh, Today we have with us uh, Dave Monahan. He is the CEO of Clear. Clear is a new company. It is a cloud-based dental care plan that helps dentists connect with patients who want more service. Dave is not allowed to use the term essentially an in-house insurance plan, but I told him I was because I don't have any affiliation with the company and I don't have regulations like that, but I understand it. So Dave, well, actually, Craig, you have an in-house uh, insurance plan. Yes, we do. We're currently using Alumatrack, formerly Alumashore, um, as a way to enroll patients that feel like they need some form of insurance to come to the dentist. It's interesting, um, and not some form of insurance. Well, actually, some form of insurance because I, I get people all the time when I'm walking around town and stuff, and they say, geez, I'd love to come see you, but I don't have insurance, so I can't get a cleaning. And because we've been indoctrinated in the system and this belief system that if you don't have insurance, you're going to be totally shafted because like we go to the drugstore, it's like, hey, how much is this? Oh, it's $1,000 for that pill. Oh, well, I have Aetna. Oh, it's $9. So we have this idea that, you know, everything without insurance is egregiously expensive and the consumer. Or there's a barrier to entry. Like some people are like, well, do you take people without insurance? You're like, what? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They have no idea. They have no so, idea. So Dave, Dave, welcome to the show. I didn't gloss over you kind of saying hello to the uh, listenership. <laughs> um, yeah, hello. And, and yeah, thanks for having me on the program. Yeah, yeah. So give us a little background. Like obviously you, you saw a pain point in the industry for something that you, you felt a niche to fill. So give us kind of the yeah. genesis of Clear. Great. And I'll try to make this short. I uh, so I, uh, I was actually a CEO of a medical device company that we ended up selling in March of 2016 and had a little time on my hands. And I spent a little time talking to some people. And what uh, I was really curious about is why 50% of uh, consumers in the U.S. don't see the dentist on an annual basis. So I just I dug in. I was just curious, about, you know, what, what was sort of driving that. And so we did focus groups. I did interviews. I went out and talked to a lot of dentists. I talked to a lot of patients. A lot of talked, talked to a lot of people who don't go to the dentist. And Lots of things came up, and none of this, and not some of this, won't be a surprise at all to your audience. But first thing was dental insurance isn't good enough. It's too complex. Yeah. Uh, it's too expensive. Too many limitations. Uh, you guys practice, you know all that. Um, and what I saw also on the consumer side was consumers are frustrated with it as well. And if you know the stats, uh, almost no consumer buys insurance if it's not subsidized by their employer, and there's a good right. reason for that. It's it's costly and it's complicated. Um, so you had that you know, when you talk to dentists, and you guys probably would affirm this is they use words I can't use on this podcast right. to describe insurers. Right. <laughs> uh, so there's a big frustration there. And then what was really interesting to me, and I actually have you know uh, videos of this, is we would bring consumers in and have us have them talk to us about their dental experience. And there's a lot of sad stories out there about uh, people either putting dental care off for a long period of time or not knowing where to go and going to the cheapest dentist they could yep. find and getting some bad work done and very, very sad uh, stories, including uh, parents talking about their kids and some things that happened to their kids. So 
what it was just a, a big mismatch in the market. And the consumers you talked to, they all wanted more dental care. It was consistent and universal. But the biggest issues they faced was cost was number one. Believe it or not, fear of cost was number two. And the third one was not having any coverage. So you okay. think about all three of those? Yeah. All cost related. Yeah. And, uh, and so anyway, to try to make this a shorter story, after sitting down with a lot of uh, consumers, what they were asking for is they wanted dental care, a dental care plan. They wanted to buy, but they turned down and did not, uh, they, made, they basically made a decision not to buy insurance. So they, were, they were asking for something that was simple, affordable, transparent, and something they could trust was sort of the net of it all. Okay. And if you, could, if you get it to a price point um, that you know, they sort of felt was affordable, you, you had a, a, a good product. Um, and so that basically was the starting point. And I can get into some of the, the pricing conversations we had with the consumers, which was very enlightening. But the net was from those conversations, those interviews, those focus groups, Clear was born. So uh, just in case you're watching this video, um, it's, not a, it's not an error. Dave actually doesn't have video associated with his call. So that is not an error. But if you're listening to it, um, like in your car, just on the podcast, it's totally fine. Um, obviously they can't tell. So Dave, I have a question for that then. So essentially you're removing the middleman from the process. Is that the, is that the, the, uh, the solution? Meaning the insurance person? Yeah. Because they're always obviously making money. And so, so you're saying that the, the, the consumer was complaining about cost being too high and the dentist was complaining about benefits not being rewarded as well, or uh, I should say procedures being rewarded as well. And so you're, you're basically connecting the two removing the middleman for the benefit of both. Is that, is that accurate? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So we're basically like our intent is not to like get rid of anybody. It was to get rid of the complexity of the cost that was between the dentist and the uh, patient. Um, and, and that's exactly. So when you uh, clear basically is a, a, a dental care plan, a, a dentist can set up very easily, very quickly without any upfront cost. And they can basically create their own dental plan. They offer directly to the patients and the patient's, can very easily purchase the plan through a mobile app or through a website uh, and be up and running within minutes. Uh, the so, dentist can get up and running in about 15 minutes and the consumer can buy a plan in, within the two minutes. So is this a plan, and Craig, maybe you can answer this, so, so you'll, uh, you can um, answer the question about how in-house plans work. Is it really only to attract fee-for-service patients or patients that don't have insurance already? It, it's by, that's sort of the, the first step is, about when we talk to uh, dentists, about twenty or thirty percent of the patients are fee for service without dental plans, uh-huh. and so the and that's sort of the whatever you want to call it, the the low hanging fruit. These are uh, you know consumers or patients who are dedicated to dental care and uh, and, and maintenance, and so they're an obvious you know uh, market for plans like this. And we did a study of. Uh, dental practices, we, we looked at six different dental practices and we looked at patients in those dental practices that had insurance, that had membership plans and that had no coverage. So right. they were just buying fee-for-service direct. What was really interesting was the insurance patients and the membership patients accepted twice the amount of treatment. It was actually more than twice. It was about 2.3 times the amount of treatment that a fee-for-service patient accepted if they did not have a plan. And the insurance patients and the membership plan patients accepted the same amount of treatment. So it was almost exactly the same. So it's, it's, we've, we had a little pushback from dentists to say, why would I offer this to my current <laughs> fee-for-service patients? 
Mm-hmm. And our response to that is it actually brings what we, the consumers sort of call, feel like they're on the other side of the rope. They have a plan. The dentist is looking after them. They become more loyal and more acceptable, accepting of treatment is sort so of what happens. Because the plan is, is um, designed in-house. For that it is. Office, meaning you just don't pick up your plan and go down the street. It, it, exactly. Yeah, you, you get the, we have templates. You can pick and choose sort of the features and functions you want to offer to your patients. We have five different types of plans you can mm-hmm. pick and choose from, from so, child Greg, plans to adult plans to perio plans. What's been your experience with your in-house? Um, you know, I have a wish list of things that features that I'd want to have based on using a plan like this for a little while. Um, at one point, uh, I was telling Peter, we got to get into this business cause, uh, no one seemed to get it right. So I'm on your website now. I'm just kind of perusing. Tell me a little bit about, uh, what you do and what your services are. So is there an initiation fee? Is it monthly? How does it work? Um, and how, and, and also I want to get right into the, um, to the nuts and bolts of how do you market the dentist that's a part of it? Because I went on your uh, website here. It says, learn more about Clear. Are you a, are you a patient? Are you a doctor? So do you locate um, patients or locate doctors for patients as a patient service? So can I uh, – so let me start at the, uh, the, the first top question, and work sure. my way to, yeah, to answer that question. Um, and by the way, if people are looking, it, it's Clear, K-L-E-E-R dot com uh not c-l-e-a-r yeah, yeah. we'll put that on um, yeah okay great so um so what we do is so the our first contact is obvious with is with dentists and we've created a very simple way for a dentist to create their own uh membership or dental care plan and we have ways basically the dentist will walk through about a six-step process and they'll do things like select the different types of plans they want to offer they can offer you know, plans for kids, plans for adults. We have a perio plan. Uh, so you can pick and choose what they want to offer from a plan perspective, and then they can set pricing on it. So they can set a subscription price that the patient's going to pay on a monthly basis or an annual basis. They get to set whether they offer monthly payment versus annual payment. Uh, they also set their fee schedule. So the fee schedule, we're basically pulling data from Fair Health. I'm not sure if you guys have worked with them before, but they're a uh, a nonprofit provides uh, data on uh, cost of care across the U.S. by zip code, and they include they have dental procedures as part of that. So we actually load that into our database, and and dentists can set their pricing off of the uh, Fair Health pricing uh, metrics. And the good the, the reason we do that is it's easy for the dentist to set up their own fee schedule. We can do it very quickly, based on real data, and also the patients get to see that, so they can see. You know, it's a good way to build trust with the patient that your 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 pricing is coming off of real data from an independent party. Let me so interrupt you is, for a second. Sorry, sorry about that. Do you um do you publish the fee schedule then as a um uh as an added benefit? Like, so when you're a clear subscriber for Dr. Jones Family Dental or whatever, do you have access to that fee schedule online? You you do. So once you sign up and you buy, you can get access to the fee schedule. And it's something that's very important to consumers. We saw that in our research, the transparency and pricing information is really important. Um, and, and by the way, our, when we did surveys of consumers, they overestimate dental procedures by 200 to 500% on uh, when you just ask them, they just don't know. And so what keeps them away from the dentist is actually fear of costs because they expect it to be a lot more expensive than it actually is. Um, 
we had people, you know, guessing uh, root canals at $2,000 and uh, x-rays at $400. Um, so the net is, the answer to your question, it's a long way to answer and yes. Let me ask you a little bit more specifically. You post the, so in other words, let's say I, I customize my own fee schedule. I want to charge $3,000 for a crown normally. And with the clear plan, I'm going to charge a thousand. You would post that populated data sheet or you have to post the stock one. We post the, uh, the fair health pricing for that procedure. So uh, without getting in too far into details, fair health gives you a sort of a distribution of pricing by zip code. Okay, got and it. We pick what's called yeah, we pick what's called the 80th percentile. We've learned that that is very close to typical sort of fee schedules that dentists have their you know in-house fee schedules. And then you and they can discount the, off of that. And then you post the discount, and the discount is customizable according to the dentist and what they want, or is it something that you guys um, uh, provide? Completely customizable. So okay, the dentist can yeah set discounts, and they can do it by different procedure categories. You know, one for orthodontics, another one for periodontics, and so on. So Got it. it's a very customizable thing, and then they can look at all of it. So and then, so basically, the the dentist walks through this process. It takes about fifteen minutes to set up your plan, and then you're all ready to go. And at that point, you have a mobile app that a consumer can use to buy a plan and also manage your plan. You have a website. Again, the consumer can buy off of that and, and manage off of that. And then you have a dentist portal where you can manage your members. There's not a lot of management to do, but you can look at it, see who's joined, how much you're paying, what payments they've made, what payments are coming up, all kinds of good information. And to come back to your, one of your questions, there is no upfront fee. So you can join for free. And the only thing we take is we take a small percentage of the uh, subscription amount that the, the patient pays. So let's say a patient's paying $20 a month for their plan or $25 a month. Depending on which plans you're offering, we would take, let's say, $3 of that uh, from the subscription. That subscription basically gets the patient their cleanings or exams or x-rays, you know, things like that. And then if the patient does more treatment, let's say they get a filling or a crown, they basically pay the dentist directly for that. We're not involved. That's 100% goes back to the dentist. So the net of all that is on average, a dentist on our plan keeps about 90% of all payments that are made by a patient where under insurance, it'll be, you know, 50 or 60% of all, of all payments made by a, by quick, a patient. Quick question for you because, um, you know, I'm very familiar with these plans and I, I've got to imagine there's so many now there's quality dental plan. I, um, there's a guy that I, I'm friends with on Facebook that's doing that. There's a Luma track, which used to be a Luma shore. It seems like every day a new one's popping up. So I know the space is getting crowded and there's other people just trying to do it on their own. Um, one of the things that I found is that with the third, you can cancel this plan at any time, correct? The, the patient can, correct? Can. They, they can cancel. They're committing to the, the, a year, but they can cancel if they want and we won't uh, renew it at the end. Okay, so there's a soft commitment or a, 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 it's a, it may appear to be a hard commitment on their end, but it's a soft commitment in reality. Because for, let's say you charge $30 a month and you give free exam x-rays and all that good stuff. In theory, a patient could sign up on clear on Wednesday, come to you on Thursday morning, have 200 and some odd dollars of service, which is all free and cancel on Friday. And you're totally effed on that transaction. I mean, isn't that possible? So yeah, what we do is we collect the first three months up front. So uh -huh. you'll at least get those first three months. And then if they do more treatment, let's say they came and got a clean x-ray exam, it's about, it about covers that, you know, it's, it's pretty close. Uh, if they got a filling, they're going to pay you directly for that. So that's in addition to the, that three months up front. So the net is 
if somebody tries to come in, do it real quickly, get out, you, you, you might break even. You know, if, if we see people playing with that and you try to gain the system at the large percentage of patients, we'd end up doing a all upfront annual payment. But I uh, might, and maybe you, you might have some experiences. My, my gut's telling me it, there's not going to be a ton of people trying to play the system. We might find some, uh, but, but it'd be worth doing the, the, the sort of the, you know, installment payment versus the upfront payment. You know, I think would be really interesting, by the way, because I know this is a big deal. And um, I know that more the more insurance conversations are had on a national level and with Obamacare and Trump trying to repeal that and all the it's a it's a big topic right now, insurance. So it's very present, you know, top of mind awareness. So this issue about insurance and I don't have coverage and I can't get my teeth clean and all that is going to get more prevalent as time goes on. So I do love the idea of the in-house plan. I actually think it is something that um, can work efficiently. The challenges that come with this are that uh, I don't believe anybody's doing it very well, uh, at least what I've <laughs> seen. Um, you know, the frequency and stuff like that is, is the onus of the frequency is left upon the doctor. So you don't know, are they paying there? Are they current? Do they have their two cleanings a year already? Did they, you know, how do you handle certain things like that? Did you, did you guys think about that as far as like maintaining frequency and the customer service aspect of it? Yeah. So we handle, and you were asking about marketing as well. We handle all customer support for the, uh, for the patients. And so basically everything's sort of built into the platform where once the dentist signs up, I mean, they can track and look at, you know, the members and all that good stuff in, the, in our, uh, on our portal when they log in. But it just sort of runs itself. It's, it's got all, and I know what you're talking about, but some of these other plans, this is a full brand new platform, cloud-based platform that has all the t- different types of sort of whatever features, functionalities you expect from apps like Uber or Airbnb. Like we're taking all that work away from this and we've modernized all of it. And it's an, an interface. You, you'll see it on our site, right? Our website. It's a modern interface. It, it's, you know, consumer oriented. It's something that people you know, will enjoy engaging with. It's not your typical sort of what I've seen in apps in this space. Um, and so our whole goal was to take that burden away from the dentist so they can just focus on the clinical side of their business. And we just manage this side of the business and, and sort of the, the membership plan side. And um, so we, uh, we feel like we've, uh, we've uh, taken care of that. And we'll see. We're going to get feedback as we go along here. But, uh, but we definitely designed to take care of those things. So uh, let me ask you something hypothetically. So I have a fee-for-service practice, my main course, fee-for-service practice. And, and so I think you, you gave an example of, of doctors getting pushback for like, why would I use this when I'm, you know, not having problems, right? It doesn't, it's not fixing a problem because I already have fee-for-service patients and they're paying me in a fee-for-service yep. capacity. Why would I now involve someone who's going to take a cut of that action and then give a discount plan? as well yep. on top of that like can you so can you talk about the value that that would be built in that aspect sure so yeah there's, there's a there's a few things um the on the consumer front patients are looking and just general consumers are looking for you know uh something that is sort of a a, a tangible plan that they're a part of mm-hmm. they feel you the fee-for-service patients i've talked to feel exposed and feel they, they, a lot of them told me when they sit in that chair, they're worried about what is going to be found and how much you're going to spend and not knowing. Yeah. And it's that fear of cost. So you get over that. You get over that fear because, again, as I said before, you bring them on the other side of the rope. They're now part of your plan. They have exposure to you know, pricing. 
they're, you know, they're going to be coming in for their cleanings because they paid for them. They become a more loyal uh, customer. Um, and then the other part is part of that loyalty is, like I said, the, what I'm seeing is once uh, a patient is in a, in a plan, they just accept more treatment. And it has something to do with being on the other side of the rope and feeling part of the process and, and all that good stuff. Uh, but it's also because they, you know, also because they are getting a little bit of a discount off right. of uh, off of the fees. So they feel people want a discount. It's just innate. Uh, I mean, obviously, people pay for insurance plans even within their like organization or company that they work for, right? I mean, they're, they're getting charged. It's not a free service typically. So, do you see there being an evolution of this being that this being the superior product, all things being equal, meaning people are like, well, I'm not going to take the plan, meaning I'm not going to take the plan that's offered at work. I'm just going to do the the one that's offered in my dental office Do you, is that the i mean is that am i missing the whole boat is that really the primary intention anyway well eventually i would say yes um okay. so we were started we started working through some of the you know the early when we were talking you know, i said the first sort of group of people we think this is good for is current people service patients the second group is people who aren't coming to the dentist and so okay. about 50 percent population staying outside the doors right so that's one and when two. you talk to them yeah, it, it, you double the market overnight if, okay. you, if you got them in. So uh, the, third, the third aspect of people that you could attract or, or um, our colleagues could attract is retention based on offering it in-house as opposed to doing it. I know you can't say in-house, but uh, as opposed to doing it through your HR department at your corporation. Well, that's what the third, actually the third group is the employers without insurance plans. So I don't know if you know this, oh, about 40% oh, yeah. of, about 40% of employers don't have an, a dental insurance plan. And again, when you look at the research, the reason is cost. They Would don't want to pay ever, $500, $600, $700 for insurance you guys plans. bird dog those? Like, do you guys ever see yourself as a company, like kind of bird dogging? Like, let's say I was a client and there was some corporations around me. Do you ever see yourself kind of yes. bird dogging going after, like, on my, acting, acting as my proxy so that I don't like call up as, hi, oh, Mr. Dennis, I'm wondering if you want to use my services. Do you ever see yourself we, in the advocate? A- absolutely. So, and I don't ever, I didn't get back to the marketing side of it. Oh We're, we supply to dentists all the marketing materials they need to promote it and show it off and all that good stuff. But we're also going to be running marketing campaigns with the dentist, mm-hmm. targeting people who are uninsured, people who haven't gone to the dentist in a while. Uh, employers, I, I will be sitting down with employers like in talking to them and, and showing them why this is a better alternative. So you think about it, let me just give you a quick scenario. An employer is now paying what four or 500. I know my, we at uh, clear are paying six, $700 for our insurance plan for our employees. What if somebody came to me and said, I could do that for $200 basically, mm-hmm. right? Get you all your cleanings and your x-rays, your exams for free as part of that $200. And I'll give you a 20 or 30% discount off of all other things. Well, we could set up a reimbursement program with the employer between clear and employer and the dentist to, to handle all that. And it'd be seamless to the dentist and they would cool. basically have new fee-for-service patients. So let me ask you something. So you can build like an institutional side to your platform where you could go to, because I have some pretty decent sized companies around me, two, 300, 400 employees. I could just say to them, hey, what are you paying for Aetna per person per dental? And they said 50 bucks per month. And we can say, how about we just give them a discount plan? They can use my office and we do an institutional thing where it's $15 a month and we could do 200 people. So I could create a different plan that's only available for them. Like, do you, do you exactly. have that? <laughs> that's like, awesome. I like this, Dave. That's pretty so, cool. Yeah. That's feeling yeah, so, yeah, 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 too. 
Well, let's just, just answer that. Do you, so you, in other words, yeah. there's three options for most people, but you have like an internal platform that would be for like, you know, the, the big, um, uh, local employer here to give it directly to them. You can do that at the current capabilities or you're saying you could design that in. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to follow up on. So the, we're launching in September we're going to have the one-on-one capability and then we're going to be building in the employer capability. I, I don't have a date on the release of the employer capability, but it won't be that far off. It's not that complicated. Um, so we, right as of today, as of the launch, we won't have it, but we will soon after. Cool. And then so, we, and, so, so can you go head to head for a second with like, cause what's the, what's your largest competitor? Who's the big dog in the space? I want to know about that. Uh, it's probably a Luma tracker quality dental plans. Like you're talking about. Um, those are the two that come up mo- the most often. Um, so what's your I mean, could you argue that? Go ahead. No, say, say, you were going to say, could you argue the other people all doing it on their own? Is that what you're going to say? No, I'm sorry. That's one. Yeah. You, so some about 10, we're seeing about 10 or 15% of dentists are offering their own dental care plan on their own paper base. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, I mean, I was, what I was going to say is you could argue some of the discount plans are sort of, you know, it's not the same, but you know, could they be a competitor? I guess I'm not looking at his insurance as a competitor right now. Uh, so I would say somewhere, you know, in-house dental plans that, you know, dentists set up themselves, some of these, you know, quality dental plans, limit tracks, and then maybe the discount plans a little bit. Got it. And so what would be your unique selling proposition over a Lumitrack, for, for example? The, the key thing for us is we've invested a lot in technology and making this very consumer oriented and all of it being online. And so it, it's very easy for somebody, for first a dentist to sign up, set up their plan, customize it for a consumer to very easily go in and either through a website or a mobile app, purchase the plan and manage the plan. So it's all online, it's all cloud-based, and it's all mobile. So that's a key sort of selling element. Yeah, it's just it's what people expect. People expect that now. I mean, there's too many Ubers and Airbnbs in the world, right? So it's consumers expect that app. experience. It's an app then specifically, or it's a mobile app? It's a mobile app, and you can either use our website or a mobile app. You can download a mobile app either from the App Store, Apple App Store, or from the Google Play Store. And does that show that the patient is current to their, to their clear account? readily for us oh yeah so so yeah sorry what i was i uh, talked about was the consumer or the patient side and we have the exact same capabilities on the dentist side so you'll have it, the dentist will have an account they'll be able to see all their patients who have purchased the membership plan they'll see all the payments they've made all the payments coming up it we have full notification if a credit card is canceled or you know expires we automatically contact the, the patient for the dentist we get that taken care of. Uh, they can look at all of it. They can see expirations coming up, renewals coming up. We do auto renewals. So these plans just auto renew. The dentist doesn't have to do anything. Uh, we send notifications to the consumer and say, hey, this is going to be renewed in the next 30 days. If you, you know, want to cancel, let us know. Otherwise, it's just going to renew. Uh, that's all taken care of. We, that's all built into the platform. Mm-hmm. What, what's your position with the company? I, don't, I, didn't, I, I must have missed that in the beginning. Yeah. I'm, I'm CEO. Okay, so, um, and, you, and I presume you have an executive board that has dental experience with you, or who's, who's the person yeah. that has the most dental knowledge with you? We have, right now, I have a, I would call it an informal advisory board of dentists uh, okay. who I've talked to for the last 12 months, and we're formalizing that. So we're going to have a formal clinical advisory board within a month. Got it. 
because Craig doesn't have much to do. He was looking for a job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, you can, if you can just, you know, give me Dunkin' Donuts gift certificates, that would be more than enough. Mm. Right. We, could, we could figure that out. Yeah. No, I'm just curious because, you know, it's, it, it's feeling for me. Um, Peter and I are always frustrated. We talk, it's like all these services that are brought to, to us, companies like, you know, that we mentioned before, it just feels like they're, they don't understand the real world problems. And I've got a myriad of wish list items that I would love to have on software like this that would be so damn easy, you know, marking off frequencies so that when they check in that there's something that we could we could scan or something that we could input on their file that shows how many visits they've had and, and, uh, and click off their cleaning. So the eligibility would be different from the practice management software because it's the integration between services like yours and our PMSs that create the problem. So we don't (laughs) ledger to find out that they did three cleanings when they were entitled to two and where do we find that? It's just sloppy. It's all integration. I, I would love to sit down with you. I have, a list of 30 features to add to this base level platform that would add a lot of value. And you're talking about one of them, which is integration with practice management software. And as you guys know, that's not simple. There's a lot of oh, it's a whole systems out it's there. A <laughs> cluster. It's a total so we're, cluster. Yeah. We're going to post your email and then we're going to have Dennis email you with their pain points in this process. And then you'll get a ton, you'll crowdsource all the stuff that you, that should be implemented in versions two, three, and four of your of your product, and, and you'll change I, the I name. Would, from, you'll change I, the name from Clear to Spolden <laughs> or Boldak. Boldak. I, Boldak. I love it. I love oh, it. God. Hey, so let me ask somebody. So since you know, listen, I, I'm sorry. I'm trying to build as much value for our audience as possible. But frankly, you got me interested from a sales call here. Um, so I want to ask you for the guys like me who have a Lumatrack, and I, I'm, I'm not. I don't know off the top of my head. But I, I could tell you it's it's a lot more than uh, 10% is my fee. Is you, can you speak to that fee proposition for the Lumatrack? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So uh, I, I won't go into trashing the Lumitrax model. Um, I'll just talk about ours if that's okay. I'll tell yeah. you exactly what we charge. Uh, so basically, we have three levels of plans now you can offer. One is for children. One is sort of standard adult, you know, uh, typical adult. And then the last one is for perio. And so we charge uh, $3 a month for the child plan. Four dollars a month for the adult plan and five dollars a month for the perio plan. So regardless charge, of fee we charge? Regardless of fee you charge, yeah, I like that. So you can charge. I like yeah. that. And then, and then my wish list, you off, you add some, uh, you add some tier levels to it all, so that after you get to a thousand subscribers, you go down, right? You only charge. <laughs> I mean, economies of scale. Come on, you got to hook it up. Economies of scale. So you're you're gonna love this answer. You're probably not gonna believe me. So we did a deep deep dive on the regulatory side of this, and I am not allowed to charge differently by dentist. You know what? I'm going to no matter tell you, what. I'm stealing that, Peter. <laughs> I did a deep dive on Invisalign. I'm not allowed. There's a small contract of be, being a uh, provider for Invisalign. I'm not allowed to discount the product anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd love to straighten your teeth for that cost. I'm just not allowed to do it. That's the one pearl so far, guys. So listen to that. There's a regulatory thing you wouldn't understand. It's written in the you know deep journals of the American Dental Association. I'm not allowed to discount my dentistry to you. It's the patient. <laughs> <laughs> um well cool i uh i learned a lot today obviously because it's an un- uncharted territory for me anything in anything in Great. closing we'll kind of wrap up here because i know we've, well, we've all of us got a kind of a hard stop here 
Well, I just, I just want to add something in that the patient, you know, for those, obviously I don't, I, we are not remunerated in any fashion on the Bulletproof Dental Practice podcast. Um, so, so please don't hear this with that. I'm not endorsing clear because frankly, you know, I don't know much about you guys in this podcast, but I think the idea that um, you should look into offering some sort of plan, whether or not you do it on your own and want to just deal with it on your own and just, you know, set up something through PayPal or something through your practice management system where you're taking a monthly fee and try to do it on your own or using the services of a quality dental plan or clear is something that I think the consumer needs. They really do need it. And uh, when patients come in and say, well, I don't have insurance or, you know, should I get insurance or which insurance should I buy? Whatever you tell them that answer other than I have my own plan is going to not work out well for you. Because if you tell them Aetna and they go buy Aetna, Aetna has so many goddamn groups and so many different things. They may buy Aetna and it's the wrong plan. Wrong plan. And it doesn't cover the services. And the funny thing about insurance is you could have the same employee working the same exact position, hired in the same amount of years, the same company, and they sit next to each other and they have different plans from the same company. So Aetna 1 and Aetna 2 for the sake of argument. And Aetna 1 patient comes into your office and pays $64 and Aetna 2 patient comes in and pays $84. They're going back to the office, same cleaning, same shit, and they're pissed off. And they're not pissed off with Aetna, they're pissed off at you. Right. And that's the cryptic nature and, and, and insurance companies intentionally make it cryptic. If any of you ever had a car accident or had to use your insurance, they make it such a cluster that you just give up. Like, you know, they tell you your, your BMW is actually over 25,000. That's all they're going to write your check for. And that's the insurance company game. That's why they have the largest buildings in every major city in every metropolis. If you look, the largest buildings in New York or Seattle, they're the Aetna, MetLife and Guardian buildings. They make money. And the way they make money is by shafting you and shafting the patient. Dental insurance totally sucks. The average maximum allowable benefit has not changed in the last 40, 50 years. It's still $1,500. But guess what? In 1965, $1,500 was a goddamn full mouth reconstruction because the crown was $80 from the best Beverly Hills dentist. So it's a total shit show. And it makes us dentists look like jackasses because when we're participating providers, we're a vicarious agent of that insurance company. And even though they're pissed as shit at the insurance company, we get the misguided frustration from that. So, Peter, hats off to you for navigating around it. But if you want to unshackle yourself from looking like a total douchebag by dealing with insurance, this is possibly a good way to do it. I don't know if clear is the right way to do it, but try to do it yourself. Try to do something. And you call uh, me a douchebag, by the way. I'm sorry? You just call me a douchebag, by the way. No, I didn't call you a douchebag. <laughs> what, what I, no, no. I said if you don't want. <laughs> you said get unshackled. I, sorry, oh, sorry. Wait, wait, no, let's, this is important, Peter, because I, I want to make sure. Maybe I did, maybe, I don't know, did, who did I call a douchebag? I thought I called the insurance I company. I said get unshackled from and not look like a complete douchebag. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're a douchebag if you're strapped with PPOs. So, you know, okay. well, you're, you're, you know because you're, you're actually, well, you're not, you're going to look like a douchebag because people are always upset with insurance companies. So insurance companies are not what we would consider to be high customer service companies. Mm -hmm. but by being a participating provider of that insurance company, by default, you are a representative of their shitty practices. So rather yeah. than them calling Aetna saying, I can't believe you're not paying for white fillings, they're calling you saying, well, you know, why this did you ridiculous. why did you give the bad guy? Yeah, so it's unfortunate that we have to, we're a, we're a de facto representative of them.
So I know that was my long rant, but I wanted to add some form of value beyond just like being inquiring. You were on fire right there, bud. I just yeah, yeah. didn't want to get in your way. Yeah, I know. I got angry. I got angry. <laughs> Good thing that you're not in front of me. I was spit all over you, man. Um, well, Dave, thank you so much for. We will post all of the uh, information for Clear K L E E R dot com. Is it dot com? Right. It is. It is dot com. Yes. Okay, Clear dot com. I didn't know if there was. It was Clear Dental or something. So it's. Um, so yeah, thanks for being on the show. Appreciate it. I learned a lot. Craig definitely had fun just you know, <laughs> fire pontificate. And, um, and do you mind, what's the best way, let's say someone has a follow-up or concern or question or whatever, um, how, what would be the best way for them to get access to you if, if, if you want to do that? And secondly, would you like to make an offer to the Bulletproof Dental Practice uh, Nation? So well, I like that, can, Peter. I like that. I like yeah. that. This is a new approach. Yeah, make so, it juicy, man. This is your first ever offer for the for the Bulletproof Dental Podcast. Not to put you on the spot there, pal, but no, but do it. Look it up. Uh, no, 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 that's fine. I I haven't thought about it. I mean, we're we're free to implement. So I'm trying to figure out what I can give them. I'll come up hey, with something. I, I don't have anything off the top of my head. I'm happy to give an offer that you can support. <laughs> <laughs> create one, or else Craig will create it for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I if, yeah, I guess I'm we'll kidding. give them the first. We, we won't charge any uh, clear fee. You know, our our fees for the first three months of their use. Nasty. Let's do that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Um, and sorry, if they want to contact me, Dave at clear dot com. If they nice. want to send something to me. Cool. Yeah. That's that's cool. You gave your your personal email. Um, all right, we will post your information. I I uh, implore everyone to go. To the site, check it out. He's got a funny video that actually is between the dentist, the patient, and the insurance guy, and the and the dentist gets to push the insurance dude out of the picture. It's kind of funny on the on the main homepage. So kudos to you for for creating some some humor in in a somewhat humorless space. Um, anyway, thanks for being on the show, Dave. I I, I enjoyed it, and um, we will we will sign off from here. Great, thanks, thanks guys. It was very entertaining. <laughs> Take care, man. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Bulletproof Dental Practice with your hosts, Dr. Peter Bolden and Dr. Craig Spodak. Online at BulletproofDentalPractice.com. We'll catch you next time.